1: Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 15, Episode 12, titled Wigloose, The Rusical. My name is Joe Batanz and I am joined, as always, by a co-host who's in his currently in his off-Broadway era. From the podcast Breaking Down Bad Books, please say... Girl, no. (laughs) Where's
2: Zac (laughs) Efron? Okay.
1: To Nathan
2: Patrick Brown. Hi, Joe. I actually see myself as heaven, just to put that out there.
1: Well, I see my- I mean, clearly heaven is written for me. Like, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, super positive. I don't in see In-shape, white guy. I mean, you could- t- oh, Don't get me- You're getting me started <laughs> on this thing. Uh, how are you, Nathan? Everything going well? I, figured, I kept asking, like, I'm going to introduce another co-host, but this is it. It's just us girls, baby. It's, it's just between us girls. Just family. Today, it's just family.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, how are you, Nathan?
2: Doing great, thanks. I don't Doing know why really well. I'm asking
1: you this, since right now we just recorded a 20-minute show called Just Between Us Girls that we recorded right over there on Patreon. I was going to write a whole new Patreon plug but i was like as we know as you found out why it's between us girls that oh boy did not happen <laughs> oh yeah all right i had to put guys i had to put my makeup on in just between us girls wow all right hey there rupaul's drag race fans this is joe batanzi your favorite host of the rupaul's drag race recap podcast if you're a die hard fan like me then you'll Definitely want to join our Patreon community. As a member, you'll get early access to our episodes, so you can be the first to hear all of the latest Drag Race news and gossip. Our Patreon episodes are also longer, so you'll get even more in-depth analysis and discussion. But wait! There's more. As a Patreon subscriber, you'll also gain access to our Discord community, where you can chat with other fans about Drag Race and many other topics, share your thoughts and opinions, and uh, opinions. I don't know why. Did you guys, guys say that weird? Share your thoughts and opinions and gain <laughs> access to the Porn Decor Lounge. Which, by the way, someone the other day posted like a vent. I wish people would. Did you see this, Nathan? Put, I like, didn't click the link. Porn.
2: I don't need to relive I, the 90s. Was, I don't need to go back there.
1: I kind of want to see more 90s porn. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of invested in the story. Plus, you'll have the opportunity to join us for live shows and bonus content that you won't find anywhere else. So, what are you waiting for? Sign up for our Patreon membership today at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia and take your RuPaul's Drag Race obsession to the next level. See you in the Discord. I like that part. By the way, people should know that was an AI written ad spot. I was going to say, the AI is going off book. Yeah, the AI said, see you. Well, the AI spent a lot of time on Discord. I'm like, (laughs) you'd think we were a Discord, Patreon. Um, all right. Well, here we go. Very good. Uh, this week, the girls hit the stage and wig loose the rusical. On the runway, the category is Everybody Say Glove. Anitra is named the winner of the challenge, while Selena Estites and Lucy Leduca are placed in the bottom two. After lip sync battle for their lives, Lucy was told, Shante, you stay, while Selena was asked to sashay away Nathan Patrick Brown, the one and only person, named two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not.
2: So, I loved the drama on the main stage with the who should go home and why question. I, I, you know, not every season when they ask that, is it actually that good? But this one I felt was good and it made me excited to watch like Untucked, which I mean, I don't think lived up to it. But um, I, I, I was thrilled by that whole montage, that whole segment. I loved it. The other thing, uh, this Orville Peck I thought was pretty good because he was making comments that weren't just glove puns. And I, I appreciated that. The thing I didn't like- Okay, so I am in my Sick of Errors era. I think they're overdoing it. At first, I loved the I'm in my blank era, but now it's- it's- it's enough. It's enough. Too much. What about you?
1: I can't- I- I'll be honest with you. I am floored. I am legit floored right now. I was a hundred percent sure that you and I were going to nail the same thing, you didn't. Oh, really? This Rusical- Yeah? For my money, was the best Rusical that has ever been on this show, and I know there are people who oh, you're covering your face. There are people who wax on about glamazonian airways. I thought that one was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Do they? <laughs> yeah, there are people who there are people who love glamazonian airways, right? Sure, whatever. Don't you, anything that involved all of RuPaul's hits. No, right? Mm. Those are gone. Right. Then you had this horrible Pharma, the musical. Remember that oh, one? Oh, dreadful. Yeah. And uh, so the Rusical. Like, I can't even remember what the other ones were. This was the first one that I thought was legitimately good. I'm giving Leland his flowers. <laughs> he, I, I did some research. He wrote the music. Uh, I don't know if he wrote the lyrics, but he definitely wrote the music. It's, yeah, it's one of the best Rusicals of all time. Okay, give me your Taylor Volante boy opinion.
2: So. I think all the queens really excelled at the musical, but it's not a musical because they were just lip syncing along. Like, I get that that's sort of the format, but- That's the thing what they do, yeah. But people are like, oh, how could you send Marsha home before a musical challenge? And it's like, it's not like they're singing. I mean, it's just lip syncing to a really long number with characterization. <laughs> so, I and I thought Footloose, I mean, it's a pretty shit musical on its own. Let's be real. Um, I don't know. I just wasn't vibing with it. I don't know why I said turned into Kermit the Frog yeah, just watch, then. Yeah, what the fuck what, was that? What,
1: did one of the Boulay brothers just stopped by? <laughs> Listen, dummies, I didn't like it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you realize it wasn't actually Footloose the musical, right? Wasn't that what it was based off of? It was based off of, but you're like, I don't like Footloose the musical. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, it's look- in terms of the rusicles and we'll get into when we get into it. Like, I thought it was good. All right, number two. I also liked Orville Peck. I thought he brought a really good energy into the workroom. Yeah. And not in the workroom, in the, on the panel. But also, I did, I actually, I'll be honest with you, I skipped his part on the text. I was like, I don't, I don't like when the celebrities go in there. I'm like, what? I don't care. I don't mm-hmm. care what Orville Peck has to say. And so I skipped that part. So I don't know if he was good on that. But on the on the on the judges panel he was great. I thought he was good. The thing I did not like I mean Selena's gone, but between Selena and Lucy and Lux the delusion is off the charts with this cast. Yeah. It's off the charts with this cast. And just like you're getting sick of it, I'm sick of this they're totally in their delusion era and I'm not here for <laughs> it. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I think
2: We've touched on before how this cast in particular are super sensitive and cannot take feedback or critiques. Did you see Selena's clip? No. Well, someone put up a clip of Selena at, I don't know, Precinct or one of those bars. And she said, okay, yeah. So she said, um, she said, I got a message for Ross Matthews and she said, Uh, Like, suck my dick faggot or something like that. No, she said, eat my ass faggot. And then she went off at him wearing blazers and he's not hilarious. And she just, and I'm like, is that just because he said that your jumpsuit was ugly? Which it was. Um, but yeah, they just can't take critiques. And I think maybe I'm starting to enjoy the delusion.
1: All right. After Marsha's elimination, the Queen say goodbye to Marsha, 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 and Lucy revels in her second Maxi Challenge win. Nathan, did you have any thoughts on this whole first act before the title screen?
2: Yeah, I think it's interesting when you watch the episode again and you know who's going home, how in this opening segment, there's always like hints as to who's going home. And I think now it's whoever says that they're entering their top era goes that episode. So it's with Selena here and it happened with Spice. It's- it's hilarious. Like, stop saying that when you go into the workroom, girls. Well, no,
1: and also, Marsha didn't say top era, but she did say last week, she's like, something along the lines of like, oh, I've made it to the final seven, and that's not the end, or something like that, or something A- and like it was. that. Yeah. Oh, how interesting. That's the little thing that they're doing. It's very interesting. Um, I would, Okay. So, Selena at one point in a confessional says that Mar- she was, Marsha, I don't feel guilty. Like, Marsha should have been home a long time ago. And I was like, <laughs> why? And like, I'm like, this was her first time in the bottom and she went home. You've been in the bottom. She's been in the bottom two or three times already, right, Selena?
2: Yeah, a chunk.
1: Yeah, a big, and like, she, but again, going with the delusion, they think Selena legitimately said, like, I don't know why she thinks you, I, this should, I should have gone to me and uh, and Mistress. We were the ones who won, right? And I was like, mm, no, it wasn't good. So uh, she's delusional. I don't know why she thought Marsha should have been gone home. And I'm not even a Marsha fan, but I'm just I like Selena, like, yeah. like your Tons. time is up. Like yeah. we already all knew she was going before before the episode aired. Everyone like, eh, it's Selena's time to go. Yeah, exactly. Right um also remember the part is i love this part where they're doing that era joke that you love so much mm. and lucy says something in the effect of like oh i'm entering my you know rotted bitch era and everyone's was like oh, ha 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 <laughs> and lucy needs she needs to say she like grabbed i think mistress or like somebody who says like no i was just kidding i'm really entering my top era and i'm like <laughs> oh, what's wrong with her <laughs> She's so, so annoying. annoying. Like, oh, She said, I'm, I'm entering my winning era. Like, what is wrong with her? Like, <sighs> what do you think it is? And you know what? On Reddit, I've seen a lot of people come and support her. I have my theories on that. But they're, like, very supportive of Lucy. I think that everyone's bullying her. And that if anybody else acted this way, that that they wouldn't be. I'm like, hmm. Like, Lux is in the same circle. But Lux doesn't do the first. I don't know. It's like. There's something kind of scary extra about Lucy, a hundred percent.
2: And I just, what I think it is is, you know that Let Loose song. It's sort of having a moment at the moment, um, but like it's a TikTok sound. But that's not the sound that she produced on stage. It's it's the remastered version that's going viral. And so it's just like, do you forget that she she flopped in that Let Loose? And I think it's like, we're all enjoying Let Loose because because it was bad, not because it was good.
1: It's it's funny that you say that. I was talking to my cousin today about it, because I don't know if you saw that, but Alaska set, did a whole production number singing Let Loose. And it was fantastic. Last night. Yeah. And my cousins asked, do you think Alaska's making fun of her? And I said, you know, with the drag queens, when they do stuff like this, I don't know if it's necessarily making fun of. It's like, but Let Loose is such, it's camp, you Mm -hmm. know? It's camp. It's high art in the fact of like, you know, there's a Susan Sontag essay. It's very famous. I think it's called On Camp, right? Right. And one of the sort of, I won't say rules, but one of the criteria for uh, camp is that the person has to earnestly, the, the camp, the creator of the camp material has yeah. to have a real earnestness about them. That they're really, they're not trying to be campy. They're trying to be sincere. And it's that sincerity that elevates it to camp, okay? Yes. And this is why Let Loose is 100% camp. Lucy LaDuca thinks she's making, uh, pardon me using uh, an expression bar from Gen Z, but she legit thinks she's dr- she's, you know, made a bop. Is that the right? Way? You yeah, make that a works. Bop, I don't know what you would do. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, I think she thinks like, oh, let loose is a fucking bop, and that she that's what she's created, and she doesn't realize that what she's created is pure camp to the level of of beauty.
2: Yeah. She doesn't get that it's ironic because she's the least loose person in the world. She's got a stick up her ass. She's so rigid. Yes. And that's what makes yes. it so funny. But she- yes. that's not intentional. Yes. <laughs> she thinks yes. she's loose. That's who
1: she is. It's it's weird because she's doing this thing where she, for a long time, was just obnoxious. But now it's getting. it's really entering that stage where now it's wonderful what she's doing. Like, now I'm just- relishing it and enjoying it. Now she's becoming one of my favorite people because it's not like a one time episode thing.
2: I still hate her guts, but I see what you're saying and that it's enjoyable to see this descent into madness.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's one of these things, you know, Roxy was bullying Jinx late, late, late in the season, like one of the last episodes, but it's one of these things where I think that if she did it early on and just didn't stop, Like, at a certain (laughs) point, you would just think it's hilarious. Right. Like, (laughs) but, (laughs) so, it's the same thing here, you know? It's this thing where, like, she is so earnest in what she believes, and we're going to hear in the clip I pulled today, that, yeah, so Let Loose has become this camp. I've, I've only seen two things. I've seen Alaska, and I think it's Aquaria. Is that Aquaria lip sync you do it? And walking through the hallway with a bunch of other drag queens?
2: i think it was jasmine kennedy and i've seen nina west Was oh, it jasmine
1: kennedy okay uh,
2: they're all doing oh, really? it they're all letting loose and like all the memes like you know that one where Aja jumped off the box and milk's like is she gonna let loose from there like, it's just i've been saying that to myself just walking around the house i'm like is she gonna let loose from there <laughs> Uh, It's a meme.
1: All right. Uh, The next day, RuPaul enters the workroom to announce this week's maxi challenge, Wig Loose the Rusical. The queens will cast a production themselves. And uh, the roles are as follows. There's Heaven Bacon, a teenage drag queen, Mama Bacon, his mom, preacher teacher, who's like the John Lithgow preacher character, Carl, uh, the husband, and then Christian and Tuck, their kids in the town. In the workroom, the queens read the script, listen to the Rusical, and lay claim to their roles. Mr. Snag's preacher-teacher, Anitra claims Mama Bacon, Sasha grabs Carl, and Selena chooses Tuck. Meanwhile, Luke, Lux and Lucy duke it out for the lead role of Heaven Bacon. In the end, Lux folds and gives Heaven Bacon to Lucy. Before we, I pulled the clip, Nathan, but before we get to the clip, um, did you have any big thoughts on the workroom, on everything there, and uh, what, what happens when they're choosing the roles? I just Anything think, like that.
2: yeah, Footloose is a stupid musical. Like a town where they ban dancing, ridiculous. And now a town where they ban drag, like that's never going to happen. And I just, yeah, it's stupid.
1: Yeah. So, we're, so what happened for people who missed it is then they started to choose roles. And early on, there's people I want this, I want that. They get it, and then there becomes a showdown between Lux and Lucy. They both are vying for the lead role. And so what we're going to hear now is that argument. And we're going to stop every so often. We're going to analyze it. But uh, all right. So we're going, to, we're going to start playing that right now. And let's, um, let's go.
3: I really connect with the character of Heaven Bacon. He is the lead. This is,
1: this is Lucy saying why she wants Heaven Bacon before they even get into it. She's just telling the producer a confession. In the show,
3: I want this role to show the judges that I can be really serious
1: and that I am a star. So I pulled this clip because it's actually two minutes before the fight happens. But it was like she literally says something that she does not, she contradicts herself. I don't know, pre-contradicts herself. Because later she says that's not why she wants the lead role. Yeah. But she literally says here, I want this role because I want the judges to see I'm a star. Yeah. And I want the, and, and you'll hear, I pulled a lot of quotes where it's just like, I need, and nobody, that's the thing. Nobody does confessionals like this. Like even <laughs> Lux. Lux will say, I want this because I'm rad. You know, she'll say, she'll be self-aggrandizing. Yeah. But I don't hear anybody else saying, I need these girls to fucking give me the respect I deserve. Yeah. You know, like, she's like, Mommy Dearest. She's like, when she's, there's a scene in Mommy Dearest where uh, she's like, why can't you treat me like I would be treated by any person on the street? You know? That's oh, what please? you like. And it's, it's kind of odd. Yeah. Barbara, please! (laughs) Barbara! And she's an idiot.
2: Like, have you ever watched the show, Lucy? Like, you do not want the main role. You want the little bit part that comes on, does a comedic number, and then fucks off. You don't want the big role. And she should count her fucking lucky stars that it's not live singing. Otherwise, she'd be even more in the bottom than she already was. And, like, she's like, I want to show the judges that I'm serious. And it's like, bitch, why would you want to be serious in a drag competition? A drag
1: rusical- and the judges trust me know she's serious oh we know the two roles that I would want to do are heaven and Christian see cool. cool. okay
3: so okay. either or okay. I would also I'm also very interested in heaven cool. Christian's voice seems like your personality yeah you know?
1: now why did she decide that like like that's the selling point that she's doing is that like Christian her, christian's voice sounds like Lux does did it I, I didn't see why that it was It didn't, so, but she's-
2: that I mean, Miss, Mistress did the same thing. She's like, oh, you'd be great in that role that I don't want. Like, she's always making sure that everyone else wants the roles she doesn't want. So, I can see why she's like, oh, that's a good tactic. Okay,
1: but, but I think Lucy- yeah, Lucy can't pull it off. Because, you no. know, Mistress, like me, can't- um, she has like a twinkle in her eye when she says you can't take her seriously. Yeah. You know? All right,
3: here we go. So I understand why you resonate with Christian.
1: I also resonate with Heaven. I see myself as Heaven. The character of Heaven is someone who I think I can put a lot of myself into. So I'll take Christian so you guys can fight it out. Selena being smart. Being, I'll just take Christian. Which, by the yeah. way, Selena does not end up with Christian at the end. But okay. Oh, doesn't like she? That one actually, no, she's Tuck. Oh. You'll hear that it's a very quick thing where like when... when um. Lux doesn't get heaven. It's very fast. She goes, all right, then I'll take Christian. Uh, you're tux now. You're tux now. So, like have oh, really watched fast.
2: it twice and never noticed that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so fast. All right, here we go. Is
2: that cool? Is that cool with you? <laughs> sure.
1: Okay, so yes. who's going to be heaven?
3: I'm going to be heaven. Lux. I would really like to be heaven.
1: Now, before we get into this fight, just like with the heavy metal, Lux is really obnoxious. Okay? Yeah. She's really obnoxious. Maybe she is being Christian. But, um, and so I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even taking aside who should be Heaven Bacon. I'm not even taking it a side. It's like a weird, how do you decide it, right? But I will say, Lucy getting so worked up, she loses. Does that make sense?
2: Yes. And I, I resonate with- And Lux
1: is being equally obnoxious. Of course, yeah. yes. But Lux, oh, I
2: don't know, she gets a pass from me. But also, it's just the fact that Lucy's not admitting that it's because she wants the lead. Like, it's not about the character Don't tell me you you can do the character well When really the character's not
1: much Like Yeah, alright, here we go
2: My
3: energy is very much like this character of Heaven
1: Which we're gonna hear in description right now Which, on zero of the points (laughs) Is she like Heaven And the problem is I think she thinks she's like Heaven Yeah I don't, I don't really see that I don't see it for you if we were reading the descriptions... Of the so right here, Mistress is going to read the description of each character. All right, here we go. Characters without the names. A young queer kid from the big city. I understand. I think that. that's- <laughs> Which, Mistress, is the point. A young... If, if you were... If I was casting Blonde... <laughs> if I knew who the cast members were, but you're like, Joe, assign this. A young queer kid from the big city. Yeah, Lux would be one of my top ones. If Marsha were still there, Marsha would be it too. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah.
1: Those are young queer kids from the big city. Yeah. It would, Lucy would not be on that list for me. Lu- Lucy actually, honestly, would be on my tuck list.
2: She'd, I mean, Mistress was great as the villain role, but I think yeah. Lucy could pull off a villain role. I mean, as we know.
1: True. <laughs> and
3: if <laughs> I just... was reading the open-minded job who thinks drag is cool, Mistress, I would think... Lucy. Mistress. I just feel like, I feel like I have the energy of Heather.
1: Okay, she feels her the energy. She's going to describe it right now. She feels she has the energy of Heather. All right, here we go
3: and is very like bright-eyed super positive super like go-getter
1: super bright-eyed super positive and super go go get part okay i'll give her mm. but she's super bright-eyed and super positive no she's not
2: not the few wakes no
1: <laughs> no i don't know what she's talking about my eyes lock with lux and i'm like there goes lucy lyon Girl, just say you wanted the major role because you want to be in the top.
3: Keeping it 100, it's the lead. You want to do the lead. I want to do the character that I think I would do the best at.
1: I'm- Which, by the way, we just played a clip of her saying she wants to do the lead. Yeah. And now, it's just, now she's changed it here to be like... I want to be the character I'd be best at. I'm not even cutting up. I just feel like you're not being real, Lucy.
3: You think I'm not being real right now? This is the most real that I can be. Just be (laughs)
1: honest. You want Heaven because it's the lead role. It would be a lie to say that you wouldn't fit the description of tough. Oh my God. This role
3: of Heaven Bacon is perfect for me. And I think that Mistress and Lux don't want me to have it just because I want it. So what?
1: That doesn't make any sense. Because she lands up with the role. Exactly. I will say, they are—they might be fucking with her because it's just so fun to rile her up. A hundred percent.
2: Yeah. And, like, she's going to play the victim, sort of, and be like, oh, they're bullying. Like, I don't know if she says bullying, but, like, that's sort of what she's getting at. And there are times when I can see Mistress being a bit of a bully, but they're just fucking with you, doll. It's just like you've just got to, like, remember you're on a show about drag queens and just chill out for a second and realize that this is a game.
1: It's one of the things that I've actually- this has not come up in a few weeks, but with this behavior, I don't see how she's a construction worker. And I'm not even making fun of the femininity or anything, but the things she talks about- we'll hear that in a bit- about, you know, the way she was treated in high school, how she's treated here. And like, construction workers are brutal when it comes <laughs> to, like, making fun of each other and being funny and cutting up on somebody. Like, I kind of feel like if, yeah, if you're really a construction worker out there, that that they're not being, like, they're, they're going to tease you. They're going to take, I mean, that's kind of what those kind of straight boy, blue collar straight boys do. You know, they yeah. take the piss out of each other.
2: You'd think she'd be more resilient. But yes, she's not like you went to an all boys high school. I went to an all boys high school. Like, you sort of you get a thick skin when you're in those environments. And I don't think she's a construction worker. I think she's a liar. Yeah. I think she's
1: Lucy Lyon. Or she works in the office. Like she works in billing or something like that. Yeah. Like a construction company. I don't know. Solution for all this. Everyone's saying they would turn out any role. They'll so turn out any fucking role. Someone be heaven, someone fine, be hell. Fine, tux. I'll be tough.
3: Yay, awesome. Jesus Christ. You saying that I'm putting on a facade is telling me that I am a liar and that I'm not a genuine person.
1: That's the thing is, I don't, I don't, th- and I can't speak for Mistress and let and what they're saying, but I wouldn't, I would never say that Lucy's a liar. I don't think she's a liar. I think she genuinely believes this stuff. I think she lies to herself, if anything. What do you think? Mm.
2: I just think when she's like, I'm not putting on a facade, it's like, okay, well, is Lucy ledooza loser? Like, is that not a facade? They're all putting on facades. Like, we're not saying you're the real person right now. Like, (laughs) I I don't know.
1: Well, what I would say is, and we'll hear a bit of this in the, we'll hear it a little bit right now in a second, because I pulled the, the, a a portion of her conversation with Selena. We're going to hear in a second. But, um. I would say that she doesn't realize what the real version of her sounds like. Mm. And I think there's a weird, twisted cycle that we're hearing. But we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it. Here we go.
3: I have not done anything to let anyone here know that I'm not being genuine with you.
1: I wanted to... It could be one of these things, too, where she thinks she's fooling everybody. Does that make sense? You make me think There's an episode of South Park where the boys are playing. I think... I, Jeremy, my friend, is going to tell me which episode it is, but there's an episode where I think they're playing either like robots or uh, the 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 one World of Warcraft. I don't know what it is, but Carter, 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 <laughs> Cartman? Cartman, Cartman does something like puts on an invisibility cloak or something like that, but he's actually naked. And so he's when he's in real life, he's walking around naked and everyone <laughs> sees him naked, but he thinks in this make-believe world that he's invisible. And I think it's the same thing here, where she thinks <laughs> she thinks she's this master manipulator, but everyone sees what she's doing, and then she gets frustrated when they do. But you would, and then I think a, a a person who was more cognizant would think, well, that's not working. But then she somehow forgets and thinks that it still works. It's very very weird. She's a fascinating, fascinating person. All right, here we go. To do heaven because I wanted to do heaven, but I will let you have heaven. I personally don't need to be the lead because I know I can shine in anything. I would do Christian. You can do talk if that's okay. That'd be a cute duo. Perfect. These are the girls. Okay, so we can stop there. That's the end of that for now. But like, um, but and, and maybe Lux lured Lucy right into her trap. Maybe she really didn't care that much about whether she was heaven or Christian, but just lured right lured Lucy right where she wanted to to make herself make her look like a fool. I've said this on Bree to the Runway, I'll say it here. I think Lux is the show personified. This is right. the show. It's as if the show were playing the game itself, <laughs> you know? And uh, like an AI, if the, a, if the if they let the an AI version of the show create a character and the show was playing, it would be Lux. And I think this is exactly it. She's like a producer and the game and everything all rolled in one. She's yeah. able to see what to do to get Lucy going. Yeah. And made great television. She did. She probably did not even care whether she was Christian or-, or, well, or Heather, And she set or herself
2: heaven. up perfectly because now she's like, oh, I'm going to shine no matter what role. So, it's like, I don't think she even really cared to begin with. And, like, the role she got and the role of heaven, they get the exact same amount of screen time and the exact same, like, solo bit. Like, it's not really a
1: lead. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if I'll bring this up later, but I'll say it now because I might forget- is Michelle actually makes a very good point during the deliberations when she said that like Lucy really stood out when she was a boy but when she was uh, in drag totally fade in the background and on a second viewing again you get that like there's something when she was in drag she to- like it was hard to keep track of her your mm-hmm. eyes were more on like Anitra and Sasha and uh Christian and Tuck selena and uh lux but not not she totally fades into the background when she's in drag uh all right well why don't we do this we're gonna take a break right now but i have my little youtube plug it's right here hello drag race fans it's me joe batance if you love our rupaul's drag race recap podcast you'll want to check out our youtube channel where you'll get all the latest live recordings of our show as well as access to past live recordings. It's the perfect place to relive all the drama, comedy, and fabulousness of Drag Race and get the inside scoop from your favorite hosts. And the best way to make sure you never miss a live recording, simply subscribe to our channel at youtube.com slash Drag Race Recap and you'll be notified every time we go live. So join the party and let's recap Drag Race together. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would I do for an extra hour in the day? I'll tell you, I want to write more. In a a, a previous life, I uh, was a writer, wanted to be a writer, all that jazz, you know, wrote things. And then it seems now that I podcast, which is a, a, a great creative outlet, by the way, I just write less. And well, I do write a lot. I just, I don't know why I'm going on about this. I write less I don't write creatively as much as I want to. Now it's mostly just writing about RuPaul's drag race or whatever is coming up for the show. And if I had an extra hour, I would spend it writing. And that's what I would do with an extra hour. That's what matters to me. But what matters to you? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. I Have benefited very much from therapy and it's helped me set priorities in my life. Hell, the reason I am a podcaster full-time is because of therapy. It helped me realize where my priorities were and I benefited from therapy and I think everyone can benefit from therapy and that's why I think you should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, it's designed to be convenient, it's designed to be flexible, and you can totally fit it in your own schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Drag Race today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag Race. We are back the next day rue enters the workroom for some table visits sasha tears up talking about her relationship with her estranged mother anitra tears up talking about the importance of drag in her life and selena tears up for some reason and then rue tells her to calm down meanwhile lucy apologizes to selena about the ugly fight with lux and tears up talking about how mistress and lux's behavior brings back traumatic high school memories lots going around lots going on during his table visit nathan any big thoughts here
2: yeah, what was so funny to me is that there's lots going on, and when you watch it, they make out like it's all happening while the table visit with Rue and Sasha's going on. <laughs> it's just like, we <laughs> cut away from that. There's this huge big fight in the corner, and then Rue's like, okay, Sasha, thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks, Sasha. And you're like, that did not happen that way. It did not happen it's like so that. so dumb. <laughs> I know. Um, I was amused. I'm going to bring back something from last week, because we heard a lot of emotional- uh, stories this week on untucked on on the episode but in this one we get i'm going to kind of summarize all of them but sasha tears a lot of crying this episode sasha tears up because um her she has a terrible relationship with her mom because her mom is super religious and they have no relationship now because the mom pretty much rejected her when she came out then we have Anitra doesn't talk to her mom same thing yeah she came out rejected her Okay, I want to go back. that mistress does not talk to her mom <laughs> because her mom said, "What are you wearing <laughs> huh. when she came to the hospital? <laughs> hm. Now once again, I'll say this again, caveat, I'm sure there was that was just the, the proverbial straw that brought the camel's back. Yes. And I'm sure there was much more than that. But I feel like <coughs> my mom and my grandma, who's since passed away, my grandma has passed away, told me worse things every single fucking time they saw or see me. Horrible, mean <laughs> things. I, and I don't know if that's every culture, but definitely 100% Latino culture, which is mistress is a Mexican-American. Um, Okay, I, we're going to listen to that discussion between Selena and Lucy right now, but I want to make the point that I want to, because later on, Lucy uh, calls out Selena when, it, when the time comes to name who should go home, Lucy says Selena, and she says track record, and you can defend that like, oh, well, she was going off track record, but I could see why Selena's sort of pissed. Sure. Because Selena is there being the shoulder to cry on. And then, you know, not even a day later, two days later, Lucy's saying her name as the one who should go home. And I get kind of why she's pissed. Do you have any thoughts before we analyze the audio? Any thoughts on it?
2: Just quickly on that. It's like, yeah, you know, you're not actually sending someone home. These votes are not being tallied. Mm-hmm. You can just say whatever you want. I don't like the whole track record thing anyway. It's like this episode, bitch, we're talking about here and now.
1: But yeah, just- just say whatever. The other thing, too, is that the thing is RuPaul and the judges have never, ever on air, off air, anywhere. This track record thing is completely made up by the girls. Yeah. No one from production or anywhere has ever consulted the track record. No, it, And if the track record were important, there are a lot of people who wouldn't have won. If the track record were important, the winner of season nine would have been Shea Coulee. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, the, the the judges make whoever they want to be the winner. They make whoever they want to go. Like, let's be honest. You know, we can talk about this now. If you're going on track record or, well, let me rephrase. If you're going on track record, yes, Selena goes home. But if you're just going on this episode, pure skill, I mean, I'll, to not tip my hand, but Selena won this lip sync, not by a lot, but she mm. won the lip sync. Yes, of course. But it's like, it's Selena's time to go home, you know? Yeah. And they, they pay so much. It's like, and by the way, it was even- Lucy and so you could have made an argument for any of those girls to be in the bottom too. So, because they were also good. That's what I'm saying, by the way. And they
2: will- Well, We see this. They will put someone in the bottom to do a good lip sync and send someone home. That doesn't mean that they deserve to be yes. in the bottom that episode. And we've seen that yes. this season. So, should that really impact their track record?
1: Yes, they don't pay attention to the who you said. When they have the people call in and vote or hashtag or tweet, whatever this, they don't pay attention to that. Most of the time, that person doesn't win. No one can't. They don't pay attention. They do what they're going to do, mm-hmm. right? And so um, this thing with the track record is so stupid, you know? And so you're right. It doesn't make any sense. All right, now what we're going to do right now is we're going to listen to Lucy... um pour her heart out to selena and selena provide a shoulder to cry i just jumped to it's a longer conversation but i just jumped to the part where she starts to get dramatic and talk about uh mistress and lux here we go
3: now that i'm thinking about it it's like when they laugh at me when i open my mouth to talk like i dealt with that in high school so much because every time i open my mouth to talk people would make fun of me
1: you know because the purse falls out That's part of it. That is part of it. But also because I think she behaved the same way in high school. I think that this grasping way high overachiever thing was even in high school. And I think it's funny that they're all friends. Like, isn't she friends with like Jan? There's like a whole crew, Jan, Rosé, Alexis, Michelle. And, like, if I'm production, I'm like, do you guys, I would go to the mic. do you guys have more friends? Because your friends make amazing reality television show contestants. Because they're all so, they're all super like, like, just, like, they must, their knuckles must be so white. Because everything is just so intense. And they're so tense all the time. And I'm sure she was like that in high school. I'm sure she was like that in high school. And that's why people made fun of her. And also because her voice is really annoying. Here we go.
3: People would make fun of the way that I sound and the way that I talk.
1: You have an annoying voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, and there's a lot of things wrong with me. I'm a fat, fucking pathetic, fat faggot. Right? There are a lot of annoying things about me. Don't get me wrong. I understand why my boyfriend broke up with me. I told you know he oh. broke up. I say so I agree. Let me give you more reasons. Okay. So I'm saying this. I know this, and so recognize Lucy that you have a really annoying fucking voice, and there's nothing you can do about it. Okay, accept it. Thank you. And so you know when I drive and like, I'm into a, I drive into a neighborhood, and then I'll drive up to a house, and their kids <laughs> playing in the front yard of another neighbor's house, and they all run inside when they see me drive up, and I'm like, I get it. I understand. Yeah. I look like someone that would kidnap the kids and murder them and molest them, and I don't know in which order, okay? And I know I look, so when the kids run away when they see me pull up in the car, I get it. I look like an ogre, okay? I look like Shrek threw things at me in high school. Uh, I understand, okay? So, I get it. I acknowledge it in myself. So, Lucy, you should acknowledge You have a really annoying annoying voice it's really annoying (laughs) thank you
3: i didn't allow myself to be my genuine self sorry no but you just have to like be okay with yourself and i am i do
1: let it get to me and trust me we know (laughs) we know we have seen it for weeks (laughs) we know you let it get to you lux and mistress know you let it get to you Right now, I love that we talk about this because, like,
3: you're figuring out why, right? I just need to think more about myself in this,
1: you know, because I did a great job. Okay, okay, okay. This is this is sorry. This is the this is the fascinating part. So she's vulnerable for a for a little while. She's vulnerable. And she's like, I do feel this way. I feel hurt. I'm weak. I'm a vulnerable person. And then. And then the brain starts working. Yes. Ego kicks in. Like, you can't say this. You can't say this. You're on TV. You're on camera. You're sounding weak. So then she kicks in and she's like, I carried Lux in the last challenge. (laughs) That's what she's going to say right now. Here we go.
3: Last week. And to be blunt, I led Lux and I to a win.
1: I mean. So in her head. In her head, the only reason Lux won was because of her. Like, that's the weird cuckoo bananas logic that goes in. That she has to, in order to self-soothe, like, there's a point where I'm sure she's, like, really upset. And, like, like her insight, spiritually. And so her ego has to say, you know, Lux, you know what? Don't, it's all because of you. Everything is because of you. All right? Lux owes you so much, Lucy. I just said Lux earlier. Lucy, even even her ego gets it wrong. <laughs> Lucy, it's, it's you. Lux owes you everything. She's the little devil on the shoulder.
3: If they think that trying to get under my skin is going to get rid of me, then they have another thing coming. Because I know that I'm going to kill it in this challenge, and I'm going to kill it in every challenge going forward, all the way to the finale.
1: This is, we're literally hearing a comic book villain. Yeah, yeah. She's Lexi the Luther i like What's that. my new name for her
2: and the, the thing is like they're just disagreeing with you and calling out your bullshit they're not they're not more yes. criminals they're just being cunts and it's like yeah. maybe getting under your skin will send you home like
1: maybe, maybe it will but i don't think that's what they're trying to do i don't know anything i really don't i intentionally i don't even look at the when the first act comes out okay I know nothing. When I watch that episode on Friday, 5 p.m. my time, because I get it a little early because I'm on the West Coast. When I watch at 5 p.m. my time, I go in blind, knowing nothing. And going in blind, knowing nothing, I think she goes home next week. Maybe she does it. Maybe she does make it to the top four. But in my head, I mean, that fifth spot is always some sort of dramatic elimination. Mm-hmm. That's when Katya went home. It's when Ben went home. It's always some sort of dramatic elimination. So I think... This is this is that not make... Because they also know that her not making it to the Final Four will fucking destroy her ego. And so they're going to let... But then she would be a good... On the other hand, then she's kind of like a Fifi O'Hara. And so it would be good to have her in the Final Four. I can see an argument for both. hmm Okay? So... All right, here we go. Let's finish this. up. Lucy, we're going to start with you. Cool. Okay, this is in the choreography section.
3: A little secret oh, yeah. weapon of mine is that I pick up choreography very quickly. These girls have no idea that I danced for years. And I'm really excited to show them that
2: baby, she's got it.
1: Why is she always wanting to show the girl? Like, who, don't worry about the girls. Forget them. Do you
2: think Sasha Colby's sweating over your dance moves, Lucy? Like, do you really no. think?
1: I know. And it's like, they've seen you dance.
2: The first challenge was like a big group choreography session. So, I don't think it's a secret, a secret weapon that you're withholding. <laughs> it's just like, yeah.
1: like, you make a good point. Do you, th- does Lucy think that Sasha goes into the confessional and is like, I really hope that those girls recognize who I am? So, I don't know. It's very, very strange. And the dancing's just a step touch. Like, it's not... It was
2: not complicated (laughs) dancing. They act
1: like they're doing uh, the Fosse show live, (laughs) you know? All right. Uh, The Maxi Challenge rehearsal. Miguel Zarate joins the girls on the main stage for choreo rehearsal. Lucy's movements are stilted. Anitra struggles to nail her steps. Selena gets stuck with country choreo again. And mistress shows an unusual lack of of confidence. Uh, any thoughts on this rehearsal here Nathan? Um it uh, just I mean Selena. Okay.
2: We we sort of skipped over it, but her table visit thing with Rue was interesting when she was trying to come up with storylines and Rue was just like, no, that's not real, (laughs) which I thought was Mm -hmm. hilarious. And you see it here with her trying to like do a storyline being like, oh my God, my character's country. What? That's crazy. And it's like, I thought it was in the script and you've heard the music and you've seen Footloose before. So I I don't know why it's a shock.
1: Yeah, she chose the character. She chose the well. The character was chosen for her, but uh, that there's a if the Sean Penn's brother is that guy, whatever. his- Chris Penn, Chris Penn is the country guy with the cowboy hat and everything.
2: Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I think she's yeah, so scrambling. The character for, exists in the movie. Yeah, she's scrambling for a bit of storyline, trying to keep in the competition, mm-hmm. perhaps.
1: And I just want to say this. I'm not going to dwell on this. I love how professional Miguel Zarate is. He's not going on the fucking confessionals and talking shit behind their back like a mean fucking bitch. He's not making shady ass (laughs) comments to them. How they They don't. They need to. If they want to do this, they need to really want it. He's not, you know, uh, hiring dancers and not paying them. He's not moving into houses and then claiming they're his houses, and then not paying the rent. He's not going on a horrible show uh, on MTV called "The Real Friends of WeHo." He's not doing that. He's not um, uh, d- 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 being mean to homeless people inside of a, a laundromat. He, I mean, he's just not doing any of that. He goes there. He does a very good job. He does the job. Bravo. He and Jamal Sims. Mm. What professional people. Any other thoughts here on the rehearsal there, Nathan? Yeah, I think Mistress
2: was just like, this is a faked filmed choreography session. I'm going to save all my energy for tonight when we're doing the real choreography that's not filmed. She's like, fuck this. I'm not going to look like
1: a fool in front of the cameras. She's so smart. That's a weird. It's funny. It's a weird thing. They were kind of being like, oh, my God. She asked the choreographer to go slower. I'm like. (laughs) Yeah, she's not a professional dancer. What are she supposed to do? She's like, yeah, I can't go that sl- I can't go that fast. You just slowed down. They're like, oh my God. Oh my god. Can you believe that she did that? Like, yeah, it wasn't that shocking. Yeah. She did, well, she did call him a bitch. She go, bitch. She didn't say bitch. I can't I can't do that. Uh, um, all right, it's elimination day, and the girls get ready for the rusical mistress shades. Lucy and the queens discuss the backlash against drag in our current culture. Uh Nathan Patrick Brown, any thoughts on this elimination day?
2: Um, okay. Well, do you want to talk about the whole drag and like drag story time being whatever and Tennessee? We can talk like, about do-
1: it. We're going to definitely talk about it on Bring It to the Runway. Oh, okay. Uh, a- a- after the runway part, we're going to talk about it. But I-, I do want to, so I'll save my thoughts for that. But I do want to hear your thoughts as a non-American.
2: Um, okay, this is this is going to sound controversial. And
1: Are you- they going to be about how we're cunts and stuff like that?
2: No, I'm just gonna say like if I had kids, I don't know if I'd really want Lucy telling them a story.
1: <laughs> so, oh, oh, you're gonna get me on a started on a ramp. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: all. That's all. Um, no, I mean, yeah, it's it's very timely. How about we just say that and leave it for bringing it to the runway? Cr- it,
1: it was amazing how timely it was. That was phenomenal because it wasn't even as big of a deal that it was starting. The bubbles were there. The little like of it happening but the fact that it was time that this is like the the height of it it, it's a full boil right now it's crazy you know i've said i don't know if i've talked about this on the show i don't know if i've talked about this on patreon but and i don't i know i've talked about it in private but i'm gonna say a a controversial statement but let, let me finish i agree with the basic statement that drag queens should not be reading stories to fucking kids but it has nothing to do right it has nothing to do with why the conservatives don't I just do not like... This is very, very... What um what you would call the ivory tower liberal does, is they do the same thing to gay people that uh, the right does, but they do it in a different way. You know, they do it with love. And what I mean is they're like, oh, aren't drag queens great? And then they say... Uh, what they do is then they they don't know what kind of box to put them in, so they turn them into clowns. Yeah. All right, and so the re- like to me, the reason I don't think drag queens should be reading to kids is because I and I know RuPaul agrees with me, but she's not going to say shit. I see drag as subversion. I see drag as a subversi- subversive subversive uh, art form that's meant to like. Really hold a mirror up to society's face and parody it and make it almost ashamed of itself. So, like, they should be able to say, shit, fuck. If you want to, if a drag queen wants to fist another drag queen on the stage, do it. They are drag queens are not meant for children. Now, by the way, there could be a subset of drag queens who do want to read books for children, and by all means, go ahead and do that.
2: Yeah, the boring ones.
1: I don't think. Yeah, the Nina West, you know? Yeah. But, like, and, and what they're doing is they are essentially clowns. They are being clowns, right? Let me put it to you this way. So, uh, I am a practitioner of the art of prestidigitation, okay? Legenda if me? you will. Yeah, <laughs> a faggot. And sleight of hand, okay? And... It's it's what I do where I, what I used to do at least is a skill set that requires a lot of work and a lot of energy. If you want, I don't do it anymore. But also in terms of the kind of magic that I liked to do was I really like to do mentalism. Okay, which is fucking. Have you ever see a mentalist? They're amazing. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay? And, but that's not magic for children. That is magic definitely for adults. And I would even say not for stupid adults. Okay. It t- takes a, a level of talent to understand it. and It takes a level of intelligence to even perform it. It's a whole different thing. But when you're, a, when someone learns that you're a magician or that I'm a member of the magic castle, they immediately think I do kids shows. They think I want to perform for children. They think I want, I I don't ever want to see a fucking kid anywhere near me i have nothing to say to them i don't want Like i think trixie said something similar too right because i don't even like fucking kids yeah not fucking kids but you know i don't like kids you know so like it's the same thing here is yeah i don't think drag queens should be uh reading to children i don't think there should be laws against it and i don't think for the reason no. they do i just think yeah. we as gay people should be like we don't put a fucking deal with kids yeah. And if you want to hire a clown and it's a guy dressed as uh, uh, a Sailor Moon, then go ahead. <laughs> but I don't think that that's drag. I think that's clownistry. Or I don't know what you'd call it, you know? Dress ups. The art of clowning. Yeah. And that's its own art, but that's not what this is. Thank you, you for know, getting I, out of this rant. I right? went
2: to a drag story time once a couple of years ago, just because there was a lot of furor. And there was, it was like at our local library and, you know, people were trying to protest. And so I was like, I'll just go show my support. And like, you know, I was bored out of my brain, but I thought it was really funny. Like we we do need to remember that the people protesting this are fucking nuts. So, And there's like a statue of a couple of like miners or soldiers or something outside of the library. And they were like on their hands and knees, like praying to this statue. And I'm like, it's not Jesus. It's just someone who was down a mine. And I was like, you guys you guys are fucking cooked and they just go around to whatever town's hosting a drag story time. And so those people need to take a chill pill and just good God, girl, get a grip. And I think we do need to say that as well as us hating kids.
1: Well, here's the other thing too is, uh, you know, I have a curated, uh, gay news feed of all the gay blogs and I don't know which one does it. So I can't, I don't know one of them, does this thing where like literally every fucking day, anytime there is a Christian straight pastor, priest, coach, teacher, uh, school administrator, whatever who's fucking a kid, yeah, they put it. And I'm gonna tell you, it's like one or two a day. Yeah, it's like a whole list. You're just seeing this, right? And so you've seen this going around where they're like, "Uh, I've, you know." Every time you see this, it is always a pastor. There's never a drag queen. There's never a drag queen accused of like molesting a kid or fucking a kid or anything like that. It's always a neighbor, a relative, a pastor, a teacher, a principal, a coach. Um, That's who it is. Those are the ones doing the grooming. Those are the ones doing... All that shit. So. Yeah,
2: and I, I, we can end this conversation in a sec. I just- You know, RuPaul does cop a lot of flack from people being like, why hasn't RuPaul said anything? But his statement was kind of, like, accurate when he said, this is a distraction technique. Like, wake the fuck up. It is. Like, this, don't get swept <laughs> into it. Te-
1: and here's the thing, too, is it's almost kind of a thing, like, two things, twofold. One pro-RuPaul, one anti-RuPaul. The pro-RuPaul is- she already does her subversion. She makes a show called RuPaul's Drag Race that is available yeah. on every major cable, well, on, on a major, major cable network, okay? That's available in all these places. That is her subversion, okay? One. The anti-RuPaul thing is like, who gives a fuck what RuPaul thinks? RuPaul <laughs> is not the president of gay people. What, the, the, I don't care what she thinks. Or Billy, well, in other words, I do. I mean, look, I, Billy Eichner says something and RuPaul says, that's great. It helps the cause. But we don't need them. Do you think, because, do you think that these people who believe this, that they were like, ah, fucking no, drag queens can read to kids. And then RuPaul says something like, wait a All minute. Right. RuPaul just said something. Stop it. <laughs> no, they, they, they would they would expect RuPaul to not agree with them. So I don't know, what do they think RuPaul, it's in the news, it's aware, people are aware. If my parents know about it, which they do, trust me, everybody knows yeah. about this thing.
2: I just think redirect your outrage to RuPaul to the lawmakers. <laughs> like I just do not yes. see w- why Rue's got to be there at the forefront. It's
1: like, fuck. This is a <sighs> person who saw somebody <laughs> drowning in the Hudson, pick up the phone to call 911, and then was like, you know what, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to do thoughts and prayers. That's the person that you uh-huh. want to say something? I mean, I'm in my
2: RuPaul defense era. Like, I'm, I'm sure someone else had already mm-hmm. called about that drowning man in the Hudson. I'm
1: kind of on her side. Well, I think, I think it's what RuPaul says. E- it's exactly. really weird. It's- <laughs> all right, uh, all right. Wig loose, the rusical. Any big thoughts in there? I thought it was fantastic. You know what? It wasn't terrible.
2: It was it was good for what it was. I just didn't like the structure of the show. I didn't like the songs.
1: How did you not think this was the greatest? Rusical that they've done.
2: I prefer Shade, the Rusical.
1: I'd have to go back and watch it, but I remember- If I don't remember it, I, I probably was just like, ugh. And this one, I was like, this is the best Rusical that I've seen them do. Sure,
2: sure. Yeah, that was fine. I just- I do prefer live singing, because I like when some of them are terrible. And we get the, like, that we mm. are the comedy queens, you know? Like, yeah. there's good humor in that. I thought, okay, so this- <laughs> This poor Lucy, I really do hate her guts, but when she was dressed in boy drag, she looked so terrifying with that adult face on that human little boy body. Like, have you seen um What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show? No,
1: I've been meaning to see that. Should I watch that show?
2: You should. It's quite funny. And in season three, there's this character, Colin Robinson, who like hasn't- an adult face on a little baby body. And that's what she looked like. It just was so distracting. I don't know if it was the wig and the hat and the overalls, but I was like, you're, you're an old lady pretending to be a high schooler. So Lux should have had that role. Um, what else, what else did I think? I don't know. It was fine.
1: I thought Anitra was quite good. I thought, to be honest with you, I thought they were all good. There's not a person I have a bad thing to say about. Selena was good. Uh, Lux was good. Lucy was good. Sasha was good. Mistress was good. Nitra was good. They were all good. I really don't have yeah. any complaints. That the music was good. I thought it was tight. The dancing was great. The choreography was great. The story was easy to follow. Oh, the story. I mean, why?
2: Why does the woman with six wigs on her head want to band drag? <laughs> it didn't make sense.
1: Girl, these I, shows I know. It never make any sense.
2: I only have two nitpicky things and one was like Lux did the fan and it was back the front and you could see Mistress's reveal under her coat. Like only two little errors, really.
1: That's it? That's Mm -hmm. it. Alright, on the main stage, RuPaul asks each queen who should go home and why. Lucy and Anitra vote for Selena because of her track record. Lux chooses Lucy because of Lucy's lack of originality, and the remaining girls name their biggest competition. In the end, Ru names Anitra the winner of the challenge and places Lucy LaDuca and Selena as titties in the bottom two, forcing them to face off in a lip-sync battle for their lives. The song Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush. In the end, Lucy is told Shantae you stay while Selena is asked to sashay away. Nathan, any final thoughts on the episode? The judges critiques, the, the who should go home, the deliberations, yeah. the what do you Can
2: we can we talk about the who should go home bit because I lived when Lux was like, let me do uh let, let me go down the line and explain why everyone else but Lucy has Pros and like pros, and let me give Lucy's cons. And when she said that Lucy was on the more generic side, I I was grinning from ear to ear. I thought it was fabulous television. I mean, what did you think of that moment?
1: It was great because even they basically say it during the deliberations. Lux knows how to be a star. She knows how to make great television. It just reinforces my point that she is the show personified. She is the show. It is in human form and it is lux,
2: right? Yeah. Uh, any um, other thoughts? Yeah. So, what did you think of this Selena when she had her little moment while getting critiqued, where she was like, "It was a real big struggle because Jason doesn't go out in the world like that." And I was like, "Like in boy clothes? Like I see you in confessional in boy clothes." What?
1: I, she she just I think she's trying to give. She cries about everything. She's crying, she's crying, she's crying, she's crying. And I think she has an idea of what tugs at heartstrings of RuPaul. And she's using it to say she used her real name. She used, you know, this and that. She's trying to play into RuPaul's head. The problem, it was her time to go. There was nothing she, there was nothing Selena could have done here. Mm. Nothing. There was nothing that they could have done. Nothing. It was her turn to go. Because like I said, and I'll say this now, I said it last earlier in the episode, I'll say it now. She pretty much won this lip sync. It wasn't a great lip sync, but she, I think it's pretty obvious she won it. Mm-hmm. And Lucy probably, if you're only judging the lip sync, that Lucy should have gone home. Yeah. But it was predetermined. She was going home.
2: I know. Yeah. I, I think the lip sync itself was pretty... Flat for me, all up. Like I think we we can retire that song. That yeah. I'm pretty sick of the saturation of that song in the market. Like it's got it. It's got to end. And yeah. but I some did
1: Stranger Things. Right. I feel like I haven't heard. Yeah,
2: yeah. And it was everywhere on TikTok. And it's like let it rest back in the yeah. '80s. But it was hilarious seeing them with those horrible like, gloves on their hands, trying to be serious. It's, like, it's so unserious. <laughs>
1: yeah one more
2: final thing joe i do want to ask so this mistress i do think she genuinely hates lucy like in that lip sync you can hear her at the back being like eat that bitch up selena like she's clearly rooting for her to go home and so in untucked did you see that awkward moment where she said to like lucy like i just don't like you and then there was a beat and she was like i'm just kidding and lucy's like yeah i know you like me and i was like
1: i don't i don't think she does no, I don't think so, she does either. Do you think she
2: genuinely hates Lucy as well, as well as some people on this call?
1: I mean, I'm going to speak for someone who isn't mistress, but there, someone asked Lux who she still talked to. And she answered pretty much everyone in like, the top eight except for Lucy. Mm. You know, so like, uh, I mean, I don't think people liked her very much. And that's whatever. She gives us Anything so much else?
2: to talk about. Like, what's the bet do you think next week Lucy's going to be like, I'm a lip sync assassin.
1: <laughs> 100%. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I guess we can all agree I'm a lip sync assassin. So don't you. And then in, in the confessional is going to be like, I need to show these girls that they do not want to go up against me. If you, if you go up against me, <laughs> yeah. it's a surefire way for you to go up home and then she does a point and then she'll do this self-satisfied like she doesn't cross her arms i don't think they can but she'll do like as if she could cross her arms to <laughs> go like so there
2: she does talk like that like when she was presenting her outfit she was like come on i have webbed fingers who else is doing that and it's like okay six or seven bitches on dragula have done that <laughs> like, she's like who's doing that
1: Um, okay, so there was a part where Orville Peck said that whatever somebody was wearing was wonderful. I think it was about Lux. Lux's outfit was wonderfully Daria. And RuPaul's like, ha ha ha, ha, yeah. And I was like, I will bet a lot of money that RuPaul has no idea who Daria is. She's probably thinking, oh, was she on season three? Yeah. (laughs) Which one was Daria? (laughs) Um,. You know, I agree that Selena's look was kind of a stretch, but I think they were trying to find reasons to put Selena in the bottom because, like, L- Ross's look was, like, stupid. Unfortunately, the ma- the outfit didn't match the gloves or something. I'm like, That oh, was crazy. We're being really nitpicky here. Maybe no. that's why she thought he was an asshole.
2: Oh, just on the gloves. Like, okay, so she does the glove reveal at the end of the lip sync. Like, why would you not have taken those dumb things off earlier if she had gloves on underneath?
1: I don't know. I don't know what her thing was with that. I don't know what the- Are they forced to have the glove because they wore them on the runway? I don't know. But as soon as the song
2: starts, take those fucking things off.
1: I don't know. Maybe they do need to
2: have the all-stars rules where you can get changed for the lip sync. Because do you know how there was that conspiracy theory that Mistress was like, I'm in a ball gown, I can't dance if I'm in the bottom two. So they didn't put her in the bottom two. Oh, yeah. Did you hear all of that?
1: Yeah, I heard about that. It's stupid.
2: (laughs) I mean, I think it's all bullshit.
1: But it's like, just let them get changed. Yeah, I don't know why they can't. It's it's very strange. I don't know. Mm. Because in all sorts, they can. Uh, here's the thing. So there's a thing online that I've seen that there are people who thought that Anitra only won because the producers are trying to give her sort of the gravitas, if you will, to be in the top four. That she deserves to be there because now she has two wins and the other queens are going to be in the top four have two and three wins. You know? So that... And then including Lucy. So Lucy would have three wins. Everybody now... I mean, two wins. Everybody now who's left has two wins, right? So it's like... Uh, I think everybody... Oh wait, Does Mistress have two wins? I'm not sure.
2: I can only think of one. But I don't know.
1: Okay. So maybe Mistress only has one win. But they need to give Anitra sort of what they need to put her in the top four. Do you kind of go with it? Because they said, like, Anitra's look was kind of very basic. It was what she always gives. She was fine in the Rusical. Like, you hmm. could have made an argument... For like a mistress win or even a Lucy win, uh, yeah. I mean, they that?
2: were all good in the musical, and they don't seem to care about the runways anymore in regards to the placements. So, it does not does it matter? It doesn't really matter.
1: Well, then why do we do this show? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anything else, Nathan? Have we covered it all? Is everything done? I, I think we're done. All right, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 15. So, for Nathan Brown and myself,
2: they got me, gal.
0: Thank you for listening to Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com/slash afterthoughtmedia. You can also email us at drag race recap at afterthought.media. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us over at patreon.com/slash afterthought media. You can also watch video versions of the show, and more, over at youtube.com/slash drag race recap. This podcast was produced by Luke stamen and Zach Birch. Nathan Brown has two other podcasts. The first is breaking down bad books, and the other is Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. You can find those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Nathan Brown on Instagram at Nathan Brown ninety. Follow Joe Batons on Instagram and TikTok at Joe Batons. Special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters: Alex S, Anonymous, April Pacheco, Astute Girl, Brad Coley, Carter McKinnon, Corinna Williamson, Doofus Maximus, E Smith. Elizabeth Timmer, Emma, Humble Pie, Jay Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Kathy Zender, Lauren Eckert, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Mike Yeager, Nikki Baker, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Robert NYC, Robin Egenberger, Runner Brandon, Sarah Yu, Tom Bombs, Travi Cosmos, Troy Anderson, Zach Nelson. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media Podcast.